Coote. Coote right through. Got a pass on to Brass, and Brass is in for the try. Oh, so easy. Nettie to Flannery. Flannery to Rickardson. Rickardson to Fletcher. Fletcher puts the arm up, and he goes over. Fletcher scores. Now it's one-way traffic. Williams has got the ball. Gets it on to Maloney. Sets himself. Kicks for Tupo. Tupo and Williams. Tupo! Yes, Roosters fans, welcome to season 2022. What an intro, what a new surrounding, what a new studio. There is so much to talk about. Coaches re-signing, the jailbirds have done our music for us. Bells has driven down from the coast in absolute floods and a dinghy. I just pat our new producer, got a new hairstyle. Jared Johnson, I mean, you know, what else can you talk about, Silky? There is so much on this season, 2022. Yes, hello to all our Roosters faithful. We're back for our ninth season. Over 250 episodes, Bush, started from humble beginnings in the garage there at Clavelli, but we're uh, at our new studios in Alexandria, and we can't wait for this season, season 2022. We're going to talk a lot about it on this week's show. Bells, good to have you back. So excited to be back boys what a year we are going to have it is I just feel so pumped for this year it's going to be amazing and I just can't wait for the footy to start this weekend absolutely well let me just say I was lucky enough to pop in to uh, Roosters HQ albeit briefly uh, setting up some equipment for our uh, interview later on today Uh, we're going to be speaking to Luke here we're going to start with one of the big names but I had an opportunity to speak with some of the coaching staff. You know, there's been plenty of changes in and around the coaching mm. staff, but also spoke to Robbo, spoke to a few of the players. And I can just tell you, they're excited for this weekend. And, you know, as fans, it's been a long break over the summer periods and with the weather we've had over the last couple of weeks, I think just to be able to sit back or go to the game and watch some footy, everyone is really looking forward to it. I think with the last couple of years with interruptions, injuries, you know, the COVID situation, the amount of stuff, you know, football being in Queensland, I mean, how exciting for fans to get back there, Silky. And, I mean, what was the energy like in there when you were there today? No, honestly, there was a real buzz around the place. The boys were all cheering. There was some basketball or something going on in one of the rooms. They're all, all into their NBA. But there was a, just the vibe in the room. You could you could see. I spoke to Victor Radley. He had a, a bit of a zipper above his eye. He's looking forward to uh, the game this weekend. Uh, as I said, I spoke to Luke Keary, who we'll be speaking to in detail later on the show. And he is pumped. You know, we all suffered as one after his season-ending injury last year, and he's really looking forward to getting back on the paddock. You also spoke to the big man, Robbo, didn't you? Had a great chat to Robbo. Firstly, we should just say congratulations, uh, Robbo, re-signing for another five years. Absolutely fantastic. Fantastic to Robbo and his family, congratulations, but fantastic for the Roosters. I think it's up to him how long he wanted to stay at the club. Um, He's done enough for us. We just hope that uh, over those next five years, there's a few more trophies that we'll be able to uh, hold aloft, and I'm confident there is, starting with uh, this season. But it's great for us on Roosters Radio. I mean, Robbo has got 
great access to us, and there is a strong rumour that he keeps a photo uh, close to his wallet of you, Silky. Guys, just talking about the, the coaching staff, obviously quite a few changes in the off-season. We saw a lot of movement, but... Firstly, just want to officially welcome uh, BMOS to the uh, yeah. to the to the coaching staff. Uh, of course, Jason Rolls returns. He spent a fair bit of time uh, coaching down there under the Melbourne Storm system with with Craig Bellamy. But one for me and you, Bush, uh, that's pretty close to home. Dave Misson, former teacher of ours up there at Waverley College. Dave's pedigree was a great athlete uh, at the school. Went back there and taught there, but since leaving. Uh, uh, the education system, he's gone on and I think he coached down with the Melbourne Demons. I know he's a high-performance coach with uh, the Australian cricket team. His resume is second to none. Uh, I briefly spoke to him uh, today when I when I had a chance to, to pop in there, and he's really looking forward, and he's really enjoying himself uh, being uh, working in the in the Rooster system. So we'll speak to him to understand uh, what actually takes place in the in the high-performance department. Yeah, looking forward to speaking to Dave Silky. He is a Waverley icon. We actually had the pleasure. I was at school when Dave was there. You were a few years younger, but he was just an athlete. Unbelievable. And uh, his family father played cricket for Australia. His brother, Mike, is a current sprint coach yeah. to many young roosters. So it runs in their blood. And I think his mother was also a uh, marathon runner. So, mate, really good insights this year. To get a bit of a, a chat to him about what goes on in the inner sanctum, how our players are, are performing. Bells, I know it's close to your heart being a, you know, a gym owner and you know working on performance. It would be a really great chat to have Dave on. It'll be great to see these new trainers bring their own flair to the already structured and amazing coaching team that we have. And there's also another one, boys, uh, Kev Toonan, who's yeah, joined the team. Strength coach, and conditioning yeah. coach. So that'll be awesome to see what he brings to the club as well. But also we've got some playing movement and some old faces back, which I'm really looking forward to. We've got uh, Momorowski back, which is great to see him in the trials. Yeah, well, we interviewed uh, Paul Momorowski when he made his debut, Silky. That's uh, right, Part yeah. of a trio that scored tries on debut that night, mm -hmm. and uh, it was fantastic. And also Connor Watson. Can't wait to see what he brings this year. Wow. Well, I mean, we're going to have a bit of a predictions uh, segment later on in the show, and I, I might ha I might base ah, my prediction gonna, around Connor okay. Watson, another one of the players I saw uh, today. Also, uh, quite the podcaster himself, uh, made a bit of a name, name for himself in the podcasting world uh, in his time up there at Newcastle. Sure So uh, we'll, we'll, have have to, uh, we'll have to get him on soon. <laughs> we'll have to get him in the studio in the caravan when it, uh, when it permits with COVID restrictions, but uh, he'd love it. But listen, I'm really looking forward to just watching him in our strip again. You know, he'll be dynamic, either coming on in that 14 role or starting at hooker. Where You know, we're not quite sure how Robbo's going to play him, but, you know, very dynamic around the ruck, very quick as well, gives good service. And uh, both Mom Roski and, and Connor Watson, great acquisitions, as is who's the man of steel over there in the uh, British Super League, uh, Kevin Naguama. So yeah. uh, looking forward to seeing him. First time in a Roosters uh, jumper, but uh, played at a few clubs and he's been a standout over there in the Super League. Yeah, from famous uh, Fijian stock too. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be good to see him just bolster up. We, we lose a few players going out. You know, we all seen uh, the list of players that have moved on. But what I love about what uh, Coach Robinson's managed to do over the last couple of years, under our nose, I might add, under our nose, because he keeps getting the results but keeps changing our roster. And now we've got that youth back on the side and, Kevin, and, and that mix of experience with players like Kevin Nagama. Up front, I'm looking forward to it. Of course, we know Jared Weira Hargraves as uh, you know, over 250 games. If he stays on track over the next two years, he could break Mitch Orbison's record. And of course, from the dogs, fresh out of the kennel, renew for Tony. And uh, he's going to be a big, big year for him. Yeah, he will be. I mean, there's a lot of competition for uh, some of those middles roles. Obviously, JWH... Uh, is an instant my pick. Favorite, Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay, of He's course. Back. But you know, we got these young, 
uh, back rowers like Renifer Tony. We've seen Nafu White. Um, I was just about to say that. And, 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 you know, some of these younger guys, that they all played in the trials and they all stood up. They played good minutes. So, uh, you know, plenty of good competition for not many spots. Well, speaking of young roosters and, 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 and famous names within the club, be it in admin, be it on the field, off the field, we decided this year one of the persons that's involved in, in this show is uh, going to be named after a current footballer this year, and we're going to select that name, but he's going to get to select his own. Pat, our producer, he just sits there. He's, he just keeps doing the hit-ups. You know, <laughs> he's he, gone red. <laughs> he gets us out of our own end. You know, when we make mistakes, he's heavy on the defence. He cuts out some, you know, arms, ars, I a few I tell you what, boys, words. if he wasn't here, we'd be in trouble. Oh, Come mate, on. He prepares the show. So, Pat, <laughs> I've likened you this year. I, I'm actually calling you... Uh, Paddy Suwali, because I think you've just got that youth on your side, which is true. You've got so much promise. Uh, you've also done a Liz Franks injury yourself. Uh, yours is done in a bathroom. We won't go into that for the fans, of course. But, uh, mate, I think you're going to have a big year, Pat. I'm really, really pumped. And, and Pat, we're going to let you pick your own number, Bells. Which okay. player do you think yep. he's like? I have named you Pat Collins. <laughs> After my fave, Lindsay, you're a big lad. You're you're handsome, very very handsome. You've got better teeth, so we'll we'll go with that. But no, all of them, <laughs> all of them. But yeah, Patty Collins for me. Yeah, and Silky, it doesn't have to be on field. A player, it could be someone in the club. Have you got a name for Patty that you think you might go with? Yeah, I'm going to go with Pat Grazanka. <laughs> Paul Grazanka, of course. Uh, you know, up there with the membership team, does a great job up at East Leagues as well. So uh, near and dear to us, Bush at uh, Roosters Radio. So. Uh, I'm going with Paddy Grazanka. Yep. Now, Silky, before we jump back into the footy, a quick shout out. Tell us a little bit about the Jailbirds who've, uh, you know, good mates of yours and provided music for us. So just a quick shout out. Yes. What an intro. Yes. Well, for the past couple of years, we've been using Jailbirds uh, music as part of the intro. Mm. Axel and Jay McDonald um, actually live in Ireland. Both mad roosters. Both huge roosters fans. Their uncle Keith played lower grades uh, with the Chooks. You know, they've been doing it tough over there in Europe uh, for the past couple of years. They played their first gig in Dublin on the weekend. So I want to give them a a big shout out uh, for, you know, producing our intros for the past couple of years. And uh, hopefully, boys, uh, we'll see you in Australia performing soon. Yeah, can't wait. Now, back to the footy, Bells. It's uh, it's been a uh, an interesting start to the year with, you know, weather and COVID and everything else continuing on. But on the field, our boys look pretty good. I mean, you know, we, we I think the problem is Roosters fans, we have this expectation that we're just going to come out of the blocks when we're injury-free because of what we saw last year. But there were some really good signs in the trials. Oh, look, the trials were Great. It was great to watch footy. Yes, we didn't have uh, a lot of success, but we actually did. So that's what trials are for. It gives the coaches an opportunity to have a look at combinations and, you know, how how the young team fits in with the old team. And I thought they were great. I thought it was great to see what they could do on the field. Silky, what uh, caught your eye? Well, for me, Bush, as it obviously as a local junior, Bondi United, my club, seeing, and I know you as a proud Pato Colt, seeing the amount of young local juniors donning the red, white and blue. So uh, a couple that come to mind was uh, young Ronald Volkman. I think he played for the Colts, Bush. Colts, yeah. You had a couple. Who, who were the other young blokes that you uh, had had some involvement with at the Colts? Yeah, mate, we're very proud. Uh, Ronald Volkman, straight out of Brett Gillard's side. You know, Brett Gillard and Troy Ruggles over the last few years are two of the best coaches in the, uh, in, in the Roosters Juniors competition. And they've got these young men ready. And to see Ronald make his debut, Jack Mossman. Jack also played out of Cranbrook. He played a season with the Colts. He was captain coach by Chase Hardacre, which is fantastic. Just, just, on, <laughs> um, just on young Jack Mossman. I know his old man, uh, Mozzie. Great great bloke. Uh, and Jack's from that Bronny Cubes area. So uh, he's straight out of the... Uh, the same kind of section of the beach that uh, young Victor Radley came from. So, uh, you is. know, so watch this space. Well, a little ditty on that. Uh, 
Jack's old man, unfortunately, goes for the enemy. So he's a mad South man. So dinner at that house is uh, going to be war. So we wish him the best. And Jordan Swan, really, really nice to be. I thought Jordan carried the ball really well. Um, it's just a proud moment to see these young players. One minute they're kids in the local juniors, and next minute, as you say, Silky, you see them in the red, white, and blue, in the you know the red, white, and blue V. And it's just a real proud moment for the Paddington Colts, and of course their families, and of course the Sydney Roosters. Now, guys, before we go to our first break for the show, also some news. Coming out of Roosters HQ, uh, Angus Crichton, all but a done deal, about to re-sign too. So, uh, you know, some great news before we kick a ball uh, this weekend. Absolutely. Can't wait to see Angus put pen to paper because he is a strength of our side. You're on Roosters Radio and we'll be back right after this. G'day Roosters fans, Luke Keary here and you're listening to Roosters Radio. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And before we talk all things NRLW, firstly, just want to give a quick shout out and congratulate our two newest life members, the one and only Shuey, Ian Schubert, and of course the man himself, Mitch Orbison. Bush Bells, I think when you're looking through the annuals of Roosters players and, you know, you're going to hand out life membership awards, two very worthy recipients. Oh, absolutely, Silky. Shuey, just a hero of our generation. You and Bells are probably just that little bit young to remember Shuey as a player, but... Uh, you know, I, I loved him. Had a uh, poster of Huey on my wall. Uh, took Russell down, put Huey up, and uh, <laughs> then they, he was replaced by Horry. But life membership-wise, mate, what a decision for the club. He couldn't have done any more. He's been there as an administrator yeah. and servant to the game. And, yep. and, you know, great to see his health's good because he had a pretty bad motorbike accident. It looked yeah. like he was going to, you know, lose a foot. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he's over the moon to get some sort of accolade like that after his couple of years. And Bells, Mitch Orbison, I know one of your favourite all-time roosters, club legend, most capped Rooster, it was a given, wasn't it? Oh, definitely. Well deserved from one legend bush to another. He could do everything on that field, probably played every position and not so much on the field, but what he did off the field for the club was phenomenal. So he's a, he's an awesome bloke as well and congratulations. I reckon a fan favourite too. I think if you talk about some of the life members or the accolades the club gives out, it makes everyone feel warm-hearted when you hear a bloke like Mitchell. He's just the greatest bloke in the club. I think also worth noting is both gentlemen are very giving of their time. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? If you if you see them in the in the precinct there at Fox Studios, they'll always stop and have a chat. Uh, you know, there's no ears, no yeah, but, but that's what I mean. They're, they're, they're two champion blokes. Yep. And, and well, they're you know roosters. What? It's in their blood. <laughs> like. yeah. I, I mean, I, amongst that playing group, there's everyone, but Orbo's been doing it longer. I yeah. think he was one of the first. So, you know, right now there's so much great access and there's there's no rubbish on any of our you know, team or anyone. You know, they just give you their time and he's at the forefront. And, you know, both of them being dual premiership winners. So uh, congratulations to them. Yeah. Now, guys, we've got to talk a bit of NRLW. Look, we've had a bit of an absence due to COVID, but uh, our girls, you know, they had turned up uh, in the previous season's grand finalists in both years. Uh, slow start, it's fair to say, to this campaign. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, the season has kicked off and uh, we haven't got a win yet, but they have showed some promising sides on the field and obviously the competition's bigger. Yep. So we're, we've got a few more sides that have been included, which brings more competition, you know, for the girls. But I think they're going to turn this season around. They're going to take these two losses and find the positives in it from the field and turn it around and show up this weekend against Newcastle. And look, guys, it's fair to say in that first round, Corbin Baxter, she was out due to COVID. So, uh, you know, one of the premier players in the NRLW. But we've got some star power. I mean, we've got Hannah Southwell, you know, arguably one of the best defenders 
in rugby league, I'll go as far as to say. I think her technique is second to none. Isabel um, Kelly. Isabel Kelly, mm. fellow Central Coasty yep. Bells. Um, state player, plays in the in the Gillaroos as well. So I know they've got a few young players coming through the ranks through the Tasha Gale development squad. Plus the pickup of Jess Sergis this year as well, who is a huge name in the NRLW. So plenty of potential in this Roosters outfit from what I've seen over the past two weeks. Error rate's been quite uh, large. So if they can kind of nullify a few of those errors, uh, they've got points in them. Let's just see if they can improve this weekend. Playing the Knights on Saturday afternoon, Silky, a double header for the Roosters. Yeah, looking forward to that. 12.50 kickoff uh, for the ladies, uh, followed by the, the 3 p.m. kickoff uh, for the blokes there on, on Saturday at the SCG, our first home game of the year. And uh, weather permitting, should be a big crowd. Well, speaking of the women's game, Silky and Bells, just want to give a little shout-out to Jocelyn Keller, who is um, up for a Veronica White Medal nomination, uh, and she teaches and inspires youth about health and well-being. So we want to wish her the best, and yeah. hopefully she takes home the prize. Also, just a quick one too, guys. The Change.org petition that's been doing the rounds uh, across social media. I know it's been uh, very popular in the Roosters fan zones. Uh, it's all about the naming, getting the Arthur Beetson naming rights to uh, one of the grandstands at the new football stadium. Uh, I know there's plenty of people, particularly Roosters fans, who uh, weren't happy with that. And uh, I know I, for one, signed the petition, and I'm sure... Uh, if you guys have come across it, you'll sign it too. Absolutely. I mean, no greater rooster than Arthur Beats, and you've only got to drive up Beryl Street every day like we do, and uh, and you're used to, Bells. That memory, I mean, a lot of kids go to school around that area, and it's a very popular road for access to beaches and parks. And you see on the wall the, the great captains, you know, Freddie, Jake, you know, Boyd, Boyd yeah. and Arthur. And um, some yeah. of the young kids might ask, you know, who's that man there? And, you know, the dads would say, what do you mean, who's that man there? That's the greatest. I and, mean, uh, how, how good would it be watching the Roosters win a premiership in the Arthur Beetson stand? Yeah. I think it's worth recognising too. He was the first uh, Indigenous captain of mm. any sport. Absolutely. So, and, I mean, and, and, and he's so many barriers. Yeah, that, and that's what I mean. You know, his achievement both on and off the field. And as Roosters fans, the amount of young talent that he found in the bush or up in far north Queensland that became great Roosters themselves, like the Jake Friends of the world, all scouted by Arthur Beats. And so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be pushing the agenda as, as much as we can here on Roosters Radio to get him uh, recognised in one of those grandstands. Yeah, well, I know he's recognised at the Leafs Club. You know, if you, you get up there and have a beer and you're watching the footy and you can't get to the game or it's an away game, you know, get up to East Legs because just outside Olive and Oak, the beautiful restaurant there, we get a great steak, Silky, is the Arthur Beetson room and, you know, the Arthur Beetson bar. bar. And Paul Grizanka and Joe Kelly were telling me that they went and handpicked some of these photos out of a whole range and bought them, purchased them up there. And it's a real Arthur Beetson museum. And it's a great tribute to a great man who leaves a legacy at our club like no other. Yeah, but speaking of Arties. Make sure East are part of your game day experience. Grab a bite to eat before heading to the game. You've got the free shuttle bus to the SCG, of course, live music, and 40% off drinks for two hours after each home game. Head up to East, the home of the Sydney Roosters. Well, Roosters fans, it was a long off-season for us Roosters faithful, but for our next guest, it was an extremely long season altogether. He's come back after a, well, a fairly long layoff with an ACL injury, but he's back this weekend. He's our favourite at Radio Hub, and he's a fan favourite, the one and only Luke Carey. Luke, welcome to Roosters Radio, episode one for 2022. Thanks for having me back, Silk. Now, look, there's so many questions, and we put it out to our fans across the social platforms. You are a fan favourite. We've got a heap of questions. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get through all of them, but, mate, I'm just going to kick it off um, with one just about your rehab. Sean Chaffer wanted to know, what was the hardest part 
of your rehab? Yeah, it was a different one. Obviously, the boys went up to the Sunshine Coast. I, was, I got left here with Lindsay, um, Billy and Suwali. So it was just a different process. Usually you're in and around the team. You get to go to the games on the weekend, get to walk out on the field, watch them train and do your thing. But we were just kind of in here as a five of us by ourselves and – yeah, it was just a. It was a. Wouldn't say lonely, but it was just not. Yeah, wasn't wasn't the best not being around the team all year. And just from an upside, I suppose getting an opportunity to spend some quality time with the family, mate. Yeah, definitely. We obviously we're all locked down here in Sydney, so I think everyone got to spend quality time at home. And um, yeah, I took it. I, I that's what I took it as a kind of a bit of a blessing to spend times with the time with the kids as they grow up and kind of be there during the day, which which I'm not usually you're not usually there. Hey, Luke, Bell's here. Just on those kids that you just mentioned, two beautiful babies now. Congratulations on the little one. I haven't spoken to you since um, since the arrival. How are they going? Yeah, they're going good. Yeah, the little one's nearly one now. It was a year ago. Wow. I had him in round two last year and then and then had the injury in round three. So, yeah, nearly a year and, and the older one's just, he's trucking along. So he's just, he's a, he's a madman. That would have been quality time with them then, I suppose. Takes your mind off not, not having to play, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. As obviously Robbo's kind of said there when they went to the sunny coast, he, he wanted us to you know, be with our family and spend time here with them. And um, yeah, I'll probably be forever grateful for him to kind of let us, let us have that year. I've actually been dying to know. I bet Amy's glad you're back this year, is she? <laughs> you're back playing footy? <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've, been a bit, uh, I've been a bit prickly the last couple of weeks as we're getting closer. <laughs> Luke, let's just focus on uh, the season ahead, but we'll talk about the off-season. Back in training, who's impressed you during the pre-season? Yeah, mate, we've got so many good young kids. I was saying some, uh, to someone the other day, it's the, the crop of probably 17 to 20, 21-year-olds we have at the moment are, are top shelf. I haven't seen a group like this come through. And, and like you said before, you were in the other day, there's a bit of a buzz around the joint. Um, we've got a big group of young guys that are just providing so much energy They've lifted at standards and everything at training. And then probably the most impressive ones, obviously Sammy Walker, I think, uh, maturity gone to another level. We've seen what he did last year and, and hopefully he can build on that. But just those boys that got game time last year that probably wouldn't have got as many games, your Fletcher Bakers, uh, Satili Tupanuas, guys like that. If you had to pick one, who would it be? Um, I think I think Fletcher's, Fletcher's been awesome for us. Um, front rows, obviously, it's hard for those boys when they're young. He's he's kind of done his apprenticeship now over the last three seasons under under Jared and those boys, and kind of seen him come of age a little bit this preseason and and step up as as one of our uh, one of our good front rowers. Mate, what about uh, Brunswick heads? I know Robbo takes the the squad away every year. You've gone to Brunswick a, a couple of times now. What's that experience like? You want to give us a bit of an inner sanctum for our fans? Yeah, it's awesome. We go up, we stay in Brunswick heads there, Ginge. Obviously has the hotel there, so all of our meals and everything, breakfast, dinners are, are set up there. We spend a heap of time at the local footy club, uh, Mullumbimby. So we train there during the week. We train at a few little local gyms. The first year we went out, we did some cooking with with Maddie Moran and <laughs> went to the local markets and things like that. Mate, it's just a it's a different vibe up there. Uh, the locals are super relaxed and chill. They kind of let us do our thing when we go in there, but. Yeah, it's just a great place to be. It's it's got a good vibe about it. We go there, we work really hard, but we also enjoy kind of what those those places up there have to offer. Probably should just mention too, they're they're all doing it pretty tough up there in the Northern Rivers. So, special shout out to all the people. Yeah, up there. yeah. We spoke about it the other day. I think the clubs 
um, preparing to do some stuff, especially for the local footy club. They lost their, their field got flooded and they lost a lot of equipment. So I think we, the boys spoke about it yesterday and, and the admin and I think we're going to do some some stuff for them to help them get back on their feet up there. Back to the footy, Luke. Um, as Cooper said earlier, we put it out to the fans a lot for questions to ask you and a lot that actually came in was about your rehab. Um, I know there's been a lot of talk about it. However, I saw you last week with some media speak about that this has been a great month for you. Can you just tell us what that's been like leading up to the weekend of footy coming? Yeah, obviously had the ACL, had a little ankle um, clean out about halfway through it too. So just had a few things I had to fix up and then had a little bit of bone stress there in early January. So I got off the feet for probably three or four weeks mixed with, a bit with COVID there. And then um, the last month, probably since the end of Feb, is just, yeah, it's been really good. I've, I did a full block pre-Christmas, which got me ready. And I had those, those few weeks, which weren't ideal at the start of January. But yeah, the last kind of four to six weeks have been uh exactly probably what i needed um leading into this season and it's been physical um i've done the running yeah and it's just trying to just get back on the field now it's, it's what i'm looking forward to mate i want to talk about sam walker and the, the partnership that will develop over the season i think it's fair to say you both have a similar style of game like you, you know quite a roving half five eight kind of role do you see your style of play changing this year having a, a younger kind of bloke to to kind of lead around the park yeah, a little bit. I think like playing with a senior playmaker like Cooper, you can you can you don't really have to think about um kind of management of games and, and things like that. Whereas, you know, with a young half and, and, and me being the more senior playmaker, you need to have that in the back of your mind. You need to be able to put the team in, in good positions with, with your kicking, you need to be able to know where the game's at and what's needed at that time. So I think you'll see a little bit of a change there about um, at certain times, kind of pulling, just pulling back a little bit, um, and letting him kind of do his thing, and more taking the reins and trying to steer the boys around just, to, just a little bit more. And obviously, he was thrust into first grade at a young age, mate. During the season last year, sitting on the sideline, where did you see the growth week in, week out, from you know when he started to to when we finished the season? Yeah, he obviously came in with a bang, um, which most of those really talented young kids do, and then after a little kind of patch they 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 figure out how tough it is and how much of a grind it is every week and i think we've done it well here at the roosters being able to kind of pull those boys those younger boys back when when we need but robo's kind of puts them in then pulls them back where they go on the bench or they have a a week off or something like that so i think he learned a lot of lessons about um, how he needs to take care of his body what he needs to do physically to get up for games um, where he needs to be physically if he wants to be dominant and probably just the speed, the speed of the game around him. And you've seen him excel last year and, yeah, he hopefully he takes his lessons from, from 21 and he's a better player this year. But will you play a traditional six and seven, Luke, or will it kind of change and chop and change throughout throughout the games? I think we'll start traditional. I'll, I'll probably play more of a, yeah, that as I said, senior playmaking role, a, more of a halfback role. Samuel, we just want him to be, be free. Let him do his thing. But he's a, he's a natural halfback, I think. He's... His natural instincts to take over a game, and you've seen you've seen him dominate games already at at such a young age. So, and probably my natural um, instinct was is, is probably a five eight role. So, I don't know how that's going to progress throughout the year, but you'll probably see him take over at some stage that kind of that seven role. Bit of a scoop there for us uh, Roosters Radio fans. There, like that one. Definitely, I can't wait. Can't wait to see this combination in action on the weekend. Uh, Luke, you mentioned earlier a lot of young 
players around the club now and the excitement's coming from them. What's it uh, also like to have Connor Watson and Momoroski back in the squad and how's that been for them coming back in for the Roosters? Yeah, it's always great to get two guys back that everyone loves and respects. They're both, well, Momoroski was here in 18 when we had the success and and Connor was so good for the club in, in 2016 and 17. So to get them back is is always good. And the way they've come back and the way um, they've kind of put that little stamp on their team, You've, I've seen the growth in both of them from when they left as kind of younger younger men to now they're, they're into that kind of peak of their career. And you can just see, like I can see the change in them and um, they've had a big effect on especially our younger boys. Trent Robinson re-signed for five years. Great news for the club and I guess for the players as well. Uh, it leads me to one, another one of our fan questions. What makes players want to play for Trent Robinson? There's a lot, lot of different reasons you want to play for someone. Obviously, probably the first ones, uh, do they care about you? <laughs> um, like are they genuinely, do they genuinely care about you? Do they genuinely, genuinely want to see you um, do better? Do they help you, you know, become a better player? Are they actually putting the time into you? The work ethic probably that he displays, you know, you, you watch someone put so much time and effort and, and passion and heart into it. Um, you're not going to walk out there on the weekend and, and let him down. It, it kind of drives you. But, yeah, probably those two things are the biggest one. He, he shows you that he cares about you and your football um, and your family and then the work ethic um, that he shows. He's a great coach and he's been rewarded for it. Now, look, everyone's excited this weekend taking on the Knights on Saturday afternoon. Uh, where I'm obviously excited to see the combo with yourself and Walker, but what are you most excited about for your first game back on Saturday? I think just just to run back out there. Sounds simple, but I miss, yeah, I miss getting ready. I miss being nervous that, 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 you know, five minutes before you run out and then, yeah, I just miss, I miss running out on the SCG and just playing footy. I think, um, I think it's just going to, it's going to be simple for me. I'd not try to complicate it too much, but yeah, I just want to. I just want to put the jersey back on, uh, mate. I speak for all Roosters fans when we say we missed you. Thanks, Silk. <laughs> now, listen. Last question. For, last question for me, and it comes from Nathan Perk. Luke, he wants to know what's the best advice for a young boy or girl who aspires to make it in the NRL or NRLW. Any training tips? It's hard when you're young because you always. I can't remember how badly I wanted it, and um, I think it's just hard work. It, it, it you, you'll get. You go through stages as as a young man or woman, and different forces will pull you different ways, um, lead you down different paths. But um, it all comes back to kind of if you really want it, you know, how bad do you want it, and how how hard are you willing to work to to kind of get it, and then kind of letting it go and letting the cards just just fall. Well, mate, Saturday three o'clock kickoff at the SCG. We can't wait to see you and the rest of the squad run out there and. Uh, Best of luck on Saturday. Thanks for joining us on Roosters Radio. Thanks for having me. See you out there. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. What a sensational interview with Luke Keary. Love the guy. Champion bloke. Absolutely, which is why we keep sponsoring. Like Torbman's, we'll just keep on keeping on when he keeps on keeping on. <laughs> I'm just so excited to see him this year and what he's going to bring. Absolutely. But, but couldn't you sense the excitement in his voice? Oh, just, you know, you can ready. just tell he's ready to play. He's ready. I think he's ready to lead. I, mm. think, I think the, the excitement of having Sam Walker 
Um, you know, all the experience culminates. I think he's matured a bit. He's, you know, he's got his young family. So much to play for. And he's just a great guy. And I just love the way he answered that question, you know, how he's going to work with Sam Walker. Yeah. Outstanding. Can't very, wait. Very intelligent, 5'8". Uh, In saying that, Saturday, footy is back. Newcastle Knights. Can't wait. Oh, it's going to be unreal. I'm looking forward to this Actually, season starting. We'll be up there, Bells. We'll be at the Captain's Club if uh, if you haven't got your tickets and uh, you're thinking about taking a table of 10 for, you know, a great time. Silky, it's, you know how good it is. You've spent a lot of times up there. Yeah. It is a great spot to watch the footy. So if you want Lunch, to go. Lunch, yeah, a bar, drinks. You've got to call times. Claire or Pat Brown. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, actually, I want to do? I saw on one of the uh, socials, they've organised, uh, Rooster supporters organised a bus from Newcastle. Great value, $100. Tickets to the game, bus ride, any overs, they're buying beers for on wow. the way home. I want to jump on, I want to fly to Newcastle <laughs> and jump on that bus. Will be a Sid Fogg's, no doubt. <laughs> no. Uh, listen, enough, enough of plugging the Knights. Uh, look, I think we're going to put a score on them. I know there's been a lot of our big name players have been absent. Mm. Players like Tedesco, players like Crichton, players like JWH. They've been working hard in the background. Talking to some of the players, they can't remember a dry session of uh, training. It's been, it's been, really? Yeah, that was one of the comments they made. They just can't remember the last time they had a dry session. So, you know, with the weather the way it is, we're probably expecting a bit more conditions to suit that. Loose so, footy. yeah, mm. you know, there'll be a f- fair few errors first round. Mm. But I still think we'll be dominant. I think we're going to run out convincing winners. I'm going to predict a score of Roosters 32, Knights 4. Bush. Going off big. Wow. Bush? Yeah, I, I can't go away from what Silky just said. I think that without, you know, you saw in the trials, we've blooded a young young group of players. Last year, what happened just through necessity and injury, that's going to put us such such good stead. And then to have the type of cattle that comes back on the field, I'm really excited. And I just think that they've got in them a decent score. I think that Robbo will expect nothing less to make a statement with the start of the year. If you want to, uh, you know, get to the big dance uh, or get to the finals, as he likes to put it, which I love. They've got to win this season. You've got to start strong. So I think the Roosters will put a big score on. I am calling Sydney Roosters 28, Newcastle Knights 6. Kick to come. Oh, big score as well for me, boys. I was going 28 to 12. So yeah. I, the 28's got to come through for us. But I am actually really looking forward to Connor Watson, seeing him play against his own club back in the red, white and blue. So looking forward to that. And obviously the combo with Kiri and Walker is just going to be fantastic. But while we are on prediction, lads... What are your fearless predictions for the year of 2022? Okay. Well, I said earlier in the show, I had a fearless prediction uh, locked away in, in my head and uh, you just touched on the player, Connor Watson. My fearless prediction for season 2022, Connor Watson, state of origin. There you go. Oh, yes. The bomb. Wow. That's a great prediction and I like it. I'll give you a fearless prediction. Victor Radley, not to be sin-binned or sent off this year. That is fearless. That is fearless. Wow. Well, he is fearless. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I reckon what, he's going to Well, okay. I, just, I mean, I hope you're right. I don't want him to stop the not way even, he plays. Not even, not even Sinbind? No. He's okay. just going to bring that arm down. He's going to have a clean sheet, eh? He's going to have a clean sheet. Wow. He, he listens to this show, so he's yeah. going to listen. He's he knows this for the boys, mate. He knows what to do. He can still knock them down without. Uh, I don't mind the odd Sinbind. Okay, lads. My fearless prediction is our man who we just spoke to earlier, Luke Keary. Daily M winner. Daily M player of the year. Player of the year. Oh, I like it, wow. Bells. Wow. Yep. That's well, big. I mean. That's a big one. Yeah. Bold. Well, I like that. Yeah. Mm. Got a nice ring to it. No, it's yeah. going to happen. Well, no, one, no one went for a premiership. 
Well, we don't. Oh, talk well, that's going to happen too. We don't talk about that in March, do we? We don't talk about that in March. Culture here, which we thought you were. We uh, already know. Oh, it was a fearless prediction. <laughs> yeah, but mate, we don't talk about that till we get there. Let's get there and start. Fair enough. Again. You know how it works. Yeah, I do. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. I want to thank our special guest, the one and only Luke Keary. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East to win. win.